The Corker Climb is a business and culture podcast that focuses on the experiences of minority women climbing up the corporate ladder. It is not intended to discriminate against those who are not considered minorities. However, it is intended to bring awareness to the workplace and, well, you. So when they come knocking trying to find me, I tell them all. You know the story, amateurs turn winners. What's up, everyone? Happy Tuesday to you and yours. It's your girl, D, and my co-host, Sparky. That's right, that's right. And together we bring to you The, the Corporate, Corporate Climb Show. Show. Streaming a new episode every Tuesday at 7.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on all major podcast, podcast platforms. platforms. I'm talking Amazon Music, yes. Spotify, yes. Audible, yes. Google Podcasts. Yes. You name it, we're probably on it. <laughs> and if we're not on it, Send me an email at thecorporateclimb at gmail.com. Send me a message on Twitter at thecorpclimb. Find me on Instagram. Find me on LinkedIn. And let me know I'm not on your favorite podcast platform. And I'll do my very best, my very best to get on your streaming platform. Yes. You know what we do and how we do it every week here on the Corporate Climb Show, giving you a little bit of business, giving you a little bit of culture, and certainly giving you a lot of music. Here we go. Jordan Sparks, one step at a time. Yes. Find the reasons why, one step at a time. Mrs. Jordan Sparks, 
2007 that song came out one step at a time 2007 do y'all remember what you were doing in 2007 because i do in 2007 that was the year my first and last year at scranton i was probably when that song it came out i was transitioning from the university of scranton to temple university and uh, that's probably what I was doing when that song came out. I was saying deuces to Scranton and hello to Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Yes, it wouldn't be the corporate climb show if we didn't break down the lyrics for you. So here we go. Jordan Sparks says in her song, One Step at a Time, hurry up and wait. So close, but so far away. Everything that you've always dreamed of, close enough for you to taste, but you just can't touch. You want to show the world, but no one knows your name yet. Wonder when and where and how you're going to make it. You know you can if you get the chance. In your face as the doors keep slamming. Now you're feeling more and more frustrated. And you're getting all kind of impatient waiting. We live and we learn to take. One step at a time. There's no need to rush. It's like learning to fly or falling in love. It's going to happen when it's supposed to happen that we find the reasons why one step at a time you believe and you doubt you're confused and you got it all figured out. Everything that you've always wished for could be yours, should be yours, would be yours if they only knew. Let me read that last part. Everything that you always wished for could be yours, should be yours, would be yours if they only knew let me ask y'all something if they only knew what i'm waiting if they only knew what what you trying to tell people on this tuesday or wednesday or thursday or friday whenever you're listening to if they only knew what tell us something i know a lot of you guys a lot of you gals listening to this show you go to work i'm going to tell you about this conversation i had earlier last week but before i do that it's going to tie into this show you know i always like to tie in things so we're going to get there but tell me what what are you trying to tell us what what are they supposed to know and by day i mean your bosses the people at the table your colleagues your peers your mentors those people over there <laughs> what are they supposed to know and once you tell them what they're supposed to know what do you expect to happen after that conversation ah yeah uh-huh uh-huh a lot of y'all just got yeah i know you're sitting there like wait wait what what, what just happened yeah a lot of you guys going to work and you swear you're supposed to be the next supervisor senior this C-T-O, C-H-R-O, C-S-O, C-O-S-C, something, something, something with the O, something this or whatever else they're going to create, chief of whatever. Every week there's a new cool title, whatever. Don't care. Listen, got it. You think that you deserve that role. And you know what? You probably do. You probably do. But let me ask you something. If you could tell them blank, what would you tell them? And what would you expect to happen after you said your piece? And if 
you told the powers that be whatever your blank is and your whatever was supposed to happen did not happen what would you do after are you prepared for that because again jordan sparks in her song writes everything that you always wish for could be yours should be yours would be yours if they only knew so again if those powers that be knew whatever your blank is if you had the opportunity to show them or tell them or prove to them what exactly is do you swear if they only knew what you know about your spidey powers that you would be the next ceo something 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 or whatever if they only knew and you had the opportunity to tell them are you prepared for an outcome that you haven't prepared for yet. Meaning, are you prepared for them not to give you what you want? A lot of y'all do not prepare yourself for every possibility. You only prepare yourself for the possibility of the outcome that favors what you want. Did you ever think for a second to prepare yourself for endless possibilities, to prepare yourself for rejection, to prepare yourself for not right now? That's not rejection. That's just not right now. That's just not giving you what you want right, not right now. That's not rejection. There's a difference. For, eh, I hear you, but what if we put you here instead? I was I was um listening to I go to a church called Change Church and in this morning uh I my pastor Dr. Darius was not out but one of the um the other pastors the associate pastors was preaching and and forgive me because I cannot remember what this man's name was for the life of me but anyway he was saying how a lot of people get upset when they get passed over for a promotion right hear me out I'm not I'm not preaching I know a, a lot of my listeners are some of my listeners whatever aren't into the church thing and I respect that I'm not going to preach I'm just going to bear with me I'm just going to tell you a story and he says listen you get upset when you don't get the promotion but did you ever think for a second that maybe maybe you weren't meant to get promoted you weren't meant to get promoted to remaining an employee to remaining an individual contributor you get, you're getting upset because you got passed up to be a senior employee. What you fail to realize is maybe, maybe your life is about to get rerouted to being a manager or a supervisor or a director or a chief of something. You did not get the role you wanted because there was a better role for you. Did you ever think about that? You have to prepare yourself for all possibilities. And just because you don't get what you want right now doesn't mean that later on it's not coming. It just doesn't mean that right. It means that right now it's not coming for you. Or maybe, maybe it's not coming for you at the, the organization that you're at today. It doesn't mean that you can't go on to be the chief of or the director of or the senior of or whatever, whatever at another place. Maybe you're at the wrong place. Maybe you got the right skill and the right prerequisites and the right experience with the right education and the right swag. You got the whole sauce. You got the whole, you got everything you need. 
you just putting all your energy at the wrong organization. Maybe you are waiting for the world to change with the wrong people. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, I'm just, I'm just putting it out there. I'm giving you, I'm giving you a means to just look at things from different outcomes, different, just different perspectives. I'm just, I'm just giving it to you to think about in different areas. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Jordan Sparks again says everything that you've always wished for could be yours, should be yours, would be yours if, if they, they only, only knew. knew. I want to know who is they. Okay. I want, I, I want you to think about this. Who is they? Okay. That's my first question. If they knew what? Question two. What's question three, D? Question three is? Question three is, what are your expectations? After you've said to them, explained to them, part two, what are your expectations? And then my last question is, are you prepared for all possible outcomes? Okay? So we know, you, you know what your expectations are. You wrote that down. Sure, that's nice, but are you prepared for the unexpected? Are you prepared to get rejected? Are you prepared to get accepted? Are you prepared to get rerouted? Are you prepared to get blank stares? All outcomes, okay? So who are they? What are you about to tell them? What are your expectations? And are you prepared for all outcomes? Ask yourself those things. Mm. Basically, are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready for you? Are Basically. You... <laughs> D, let me ask you a question. What's up, Has Sparks? this ever happened to you where uh, <laughs> someone gave you an opportunity because you felt like, listen, just give me a shot and I'm telling you I know all the answers. And uh, and then you thought that you were giving them all the all the secret sauce and then you didn't get the outcome you were expecting? Yeah. Has this ever happened to you? And, and if so, what did you do? Yeah, the sure. people want to know. What did you do? <laughs> the people the people want to know. The people want to hear me talk more on the podcast, I'm sure. Uh, yeah, of course it's happened to me, uh, as it's happened to uh, many people, right? Um, I, I, th- I guess. Uh, but before we get into that, Sparky, why don't you give uh, our partners a big shout out and let's get into some music and then I'll tell you all about that story after. Whoop, whoop. Big shout out to our partners over at the Garden State Council of Sharon and HRMA of Princeton, and also Soul Hire LLC. Let's get into some music. Doja Cat, Boss Bitch. Whoop, whoop. I ain't tryna. I ain't tryna. Yeah, ain't tryna be cool like you Wobbling around in your high heel shoes I'm clumsy, made friends with the floor Two for one, you know a bitch by four And two left feet, you know I always drop First thing a girl did was a bop And the whole damn cake and the cherry on top Shook up the bottom, made a good girl pop You ain't even here to party Can in the club tryna pipe a Barbie I don't wanna go, go, go with the flow Back then until I touch my toes I don't wanna row, row, row the boat Wrist full of rocks and I hope I flow Big up yourself cause you know they don't I chew, chew, chew cause they hope I'm a bitch, I'm a boss I'm a bitch and a boss, I'ma shine like glass I'm a bitch, I'm a boss I'm a bitch and a boss, I'ma shine like glass I'm a bitch, I'm a boss I'm a bitch and a boss, I'ma shine like glass I'm a bitch, I'm a boss I'm a bitch and a boss, I'ma shine like glass 
monster, you've been the beef for I've been the stallion, you've been the seahorse Don't need a report, don't need a press run All of my bad picks been all my best ones I wear the hat and I wear the pants I am advanced, so I get advanced And I do my dance and cancel the plans And boo, don't be mad, cause you had a chance Yeah, said I took it and I ran for it Yeah, I like that record. It, it gives me a little bit of like a attitude, yeah, like you know what I'm like. Swag. I'm a boss. You know I got this. Like mm-hmm. I, I get it. Like you're gonna call me whatever you're gonna call me, but I'm still gonna shine. I yeah. like it. it. It gives you a whole little feel good, feel good, a little bit of attitude, a little bit of swag. Um, <laughs> I wasn't expecting that record, Sparky, for the record. Um, oh. My grandma listens to this. We got, oh, I think the last two grams. episodes, we've been a little risque no. with our language, Sparky. We might have to dial no, it back a little I'm bit. Just a little sorry. bit. Yeah, a little I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I was getting comfortable. Oh, grandma. All right. We'll go back to PG-13. <laughs> for grandma. Thank you. I got a I got a good record for Grams. I got a good record for Grams. After you tell us the story, yeah, we got all right. I, I, got, I got a good one. We got to keep our day one listeners, Sparks, and Grams is one of our day one listeners. And so, in order to keep Grandma tuned into the show, we gotta dial back the cussing just a little bit. She's down to earth, but this this uh, I'm a I'm a you know in a boss is that's gonna tune her out. So let's let's dial it back. All right, so back to the story. Um. Yeah, so I was working at this physical therapist's office and performance facility. So we, it, it's a pretty cool. It was a pretty cool gig, actually. I got to work with a lot of, um, like, it was a boutique. So we worked with a lot of people that were, you know, trying out for the NFL, like going to the NFL Combine. A lot of like uh, B-list celebrities would come through. Um, the C and B-list, I would say. And then you know your local local uh, locals that lived in Montclair and Little Falls and Totowa and an area. It was in, in North Jersey, right? So anyway, it's real real cool clientele. It was an awesome experience. I was at this place for about five six years. Anyway. Um, at the time, probably like year two, we really started to scale. I got to the organization when they were year one into the business. So true startup mode, they started to scale and grow faster than I think they projected. So they really needed an HR, an HR rep at the very minimum. They probably needed an HR division at the point. At that point, we had pretty much doubled or tripled in headcount and in facilities since I joined. And I'm talking like year two. So if I got there year one, by year two, we had doubled or tripled in headcount and in facilities. So we really needed um, some HR uh, faces, if you will, representation. So my boss knew that I wanted to get into HR. I was really passionate about it. I grew up in it. Um, I was considering, once I had finished up my my first master's in education, I was considering um, getting my second in HR because 
I, that was really my focus. And I had already been doing HR for this company um, without the title. So I figured why not? I was good at it. So I went to the CEO and I told him what I wanted to do. I told him why I thought the business needed it. He told me to, you know, do a presentation and prepare it and then present in front of my boss and him. So I did that. It was 15 power. It was 15 slides. And I really came prepared. I even threw like some Seinfeld clips in there and it was really clever. And I still have it to this day because I'm I, I'm proud of it. Long story short, I did not get the job um, at that time, at least. And what I can tell you is that uh, I was not prepared for the rejection. I was not prepared for what came with the rejection. I still kept my job and I still kept my HR responsibilities, but ultimately that company needed where they were going and where they were at so fast. They really needed someone who had been in HR, who had designed, created, and implemented successful HR divisions. They really needed someone from the outside in to come build this out, this program, this HR program out. I wasn't at that point in my career. I'm there now, but I certainly wasn't there then. And, um, I wasn't prepared to feel all those feelings. I was very sad. I was disappointed in myself. I felt embarrassed. I felt like I failed. I was walking on eggshells for a while because I felt like, well, if they just rejected me from this, am I going to get terminated? And what am I going to do next? And do I even want to do HR anymore? Like it was like, you know, it was like the whole world was coming to an end in my mind. I wasn't prepared for all of that. In hindsight, you know, 2020, looking back, you know, I'm thankful that it happened because now, you know, I think that that moment in my career laid a foundation for me to be able to accept rejection, especially at the executive level, because Mm. I've had to present in front of the CEO of the company, right? So now I'm able to sit in these meetings with senior management and leadership and executives or whatever. And, you know, I may have an idea or I may present and, you know, some people may like it and some people may not. And I'm able to take that and not view it as rejection, but just as feedback and move on. Mm. Of course, I'm a person. I still may have my opinions and my emotion, Mm -hmm. but (laughs) I don't let it bring me down Mm. at all. Versus 10 years ago where it would have made me like walk my head down for like a solid week or two. You know, now I'm just like, oh, well, you know, not everyone's going to like your thoughts or your ideas for their own reasons. You know, whether they're the right reasons or not, that's their business. But, you know, um, I'm glad that moment in time happened because I'm able to handle rejection Mm. in business a lot better. And I also think that it also allowed me to see that just because someone is rejecting you or saying no to you then doesn't mean they're going to be saying no to you later because I still was doing HR for the company. My responsibilities weren't changing. It was just, they needed someone to come and and really build out HR best practices for this organization. They weren't taking away what I was already doing. They didn't take away recruitment. They didn't take away onboarding. They didn't take away the benefits administration from me. They just really needed someone to put some structure around all that and make it make sense. And then fast forward, you know, now, um, you know, that I've all, I'm all grown up, you know, the, the company <laughs> calls me and from time to time and they're like, the joke is, you know, you can't afford me now. And we all laugh about it. So it's just like they, they weren't rejecting me because we still talk, you know, and now yeah. it's just like, hey, what are you doing? And I'm like, ah, you guys can't afford me, you know, so <laughs> it's, it's funny now, you know, so I, it, it's just, you know, back then, 
you know, it's what it's that song back then. They didn't want me. Now, now I'm hot. hot they, they all, all on me. me. <laughs> um, so <laughs> it's, it's something like that. And, uh, you know, it's just that that's the story in a nutshell. But yes, it, yes, it has happened to happen to me. I would just tell everybody listening who's going through that or preparing to go through some type of presentation that could alter your career. Just prepare for all outcomes because yes. you really don't know what's going to happen until it happens. So just prepare yourself. On that note. Here's Joshua Ali for Grandma, Walking in Freedom. Yes. Start to jump the wall. Let the princess in the air. Hey, let the princess in the air. Hey, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, oh na na na. When you see me stepping in this place and you're wondering why I got a smiling face. Yes, 
Yes, yes, yes. That was Joshua Ali walking in freedom. And that was for you, Grandma. Thank you so much for pushing me to walk in my own freedom. And for all of you listening out there who are struggling to walk in your freedom, I encourage you to try and exit and eliminate anything in your life that is distracting you and taking away from your joy and your happiness, which is preventing you from walking in your own freedom. I really do. I want you to feel like this song made you feel. Dance and smile, make you feel like you have joy and just want to clap and shout. You should feel like that every day. Every, every waking second of your life, you should feel like that song makes people feel. Like they want to shout and dance and, and, and holla and just smile and show gratitude and appreciation for this life because it's just a short time that we're on this earth. It's just a short time that we're together. And while we're here on this planet together, you should be able to walk in freedom and do the things that you want to do and dance and be well and be merry and be happy. Don't let anyone take that joy from you. Not your boss, not your parents, not your grandparents, not your children, not your spouses, not your cousin, not anybody. Walk in your freedom and be happy. Be happy. And if you've taken nothing from this episode but these last words, be happy, be free. Okay, that's it. Be happy, be free. Until next week. Keep climbing that corporate ladder, my climbers. Sparky, take us out of here. Hey, everyone, it's me, Sparky. Thanks for joining us today on the Corporate Climb. If you like what you heard, follow us on Twitter, at the Corp Climb. See ya!